2: And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense.
1: Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
3: Spending some time reconnecting with nature this summer? Here's
2: a camping hack from L.L. Bean to make your next trip the best yet. Tired of your tentmates' flashlights shining in your eyes in camp? Bring an empty half-gallon milk jug or clear water bottle. Simply strap a headlamp around it, and it becomes a soft white lantern for everyone to see the light. For more camping hacks, visit youtube.com LLBean. LLBean, be an outsider.
3: And boom goes the dynamite. It's Monday night, and you know what that means. Kevin and Ely and I are back for another brand new episode of The Boom with an extra special guest, Paul Fontaine from The Dynamite Show. We don't know why Paul is here. (laughs) He asked just before we went live that he said he needed to be on the show tonight, and he is always welcome on The Boom. And I am crazy excited to find out what Paul has to say tonight in our first ever, our first episode of The Boom in the post-Hall of Boom era. (laughs)
2: well actually it is the reason i want to be on what's about the hollow boom and uh to quote a great canadian Canadian band trooper google it folks uh i'm here for a good time but not a long time i won't i won't (laughs) take up too i won't take up too much of your
3: time (laughs) yeah kevin said kevin said said paul said he only needs 10 minutes i'm like paul's not getting out of here under a half an hour i won't allow it well, so, it, you know, like we're, I said, we're excited.
2: I, I, I only need 10, but if it goes longer, that's fine, too. I'm, I got nothing to do. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I listened to you guys' show, the uh, the, the first ever Hall of Boom, and uh, it was awesome. Uh, first, okay. first off, I didn't want to say? I sent you guys some DMs and, you know, some questions yeah, yeah. and whatnot. But I mean, overall, it was a great listen. The time flew by. You might look at it if you, if you see it in your feeds and think, you know, one show's an hour and 20 minutes, one show's an hour and 40 minutes. Time just flies by. This is a love letter to AW that you guys did, but with some critical analysis, and and it was a really good listen. Um, Thank you so much. No, no, no problem. Um, now there's one thing that you guys never talked about, and okay. James, there were you lots did, of things that we missed. Well, no, no, <laughs> yeah. but but a really important thing, and James, you did you actually hinted at it, and you when you talked about the COVID era, and you brought up how. You know, in a time when things were like looking really rough in the world and, you know, like, you know, we were quarantined and we couldn't travel and all this stuff. And you had one thing to look forward to every week, Wednesday night, dynamite, two hours, you just turn on and you forget about COVID for a while. Right. And yeah. And that is true. One hundred percent true. And I I felt the same way. But I want to take you guys back specifically to March 18th, 2020. And I actually bumped the thread in the Facebook group. So, people listening, go to the Facebook group and the Dynamite Show thread from March 18th, 2020, will give you a snapshot of where we were at at the time. And for me, I don't know about the rest of you, I imagine it was the same. All I was doing 24 7 was watching the news. Yeah. Um, You know, we thought we were seeing bodies piling up in Europe. We thought, God, this thing's here. You know, Rudy Gobert got COVID. They shut down sports. There are quarantines everywhere. You know, and and different rules, different places depending on where you were. It's when, and it's when it started Rudy Gobert hitting. was in
0: my town. Oh wow. wow, Rudy. Yeah, it was our. They were playing the Thunder in my hometown. One of my best friends was at the game courtside.
3: Wow. I don't it mean got shut down. And I don't mean to interrupt, Paul, but when yeah, yeah, That's when that kind of start when those dominoes started falling. Yep. They started falling fast. Right. And we had no it's idea. Real fast. Yeah. We, the, what we'd heard,
2: you know, millions of people were going to die. Like that was yeah. the best yeah. case scenario, you know, yeah. like, uh, you know, and, and it could be a lot worse than that, you know? Yeah. And so, and then they had that show, that SmackDown show on the Friday, uh, mm-hmm. two days after Gobert tested positive. And mm-hmm. it was, um, they originally was supposed to be in Detroit and then they moved it to full sale. And the show was terrible. You had Triple H on commentary. He was cracking jokes. He was trying to be entertaining. They never mentioned COVID. Um, you know, if, if you're watching and wondering, I mean, you knew why there was no fans, but they didn't talk about it. Then Monday right. Night Raw, three hours was worse. And I watched it because I didn't want to watch the news. <laughs> so I turned yeah. on Raw for yeah. three hours and it was horrible. And so fast forward to Wednesday and March 18th, 2020. And I'm like, man, it's probably just going to be like Raw and SmackDown, but I I just want to watch something else. Mm -hmm. And right away, that Cody promo, and I posted a link in the Facebook group as well. Mm -hmm. The Cody promo opening the show and addressing COVID right away, saying the world is a very different place. We don't know what's going on, but we're going to try and put on a show for you guys. And right into storylines. In the and, all black arena, yeah, all black. Or, but but or they were space, continuing yeah. storylines. They were building to a blood and guts show right. that they had no idea if it would happen, when it would happen. But damn it, we're going to build to it. And then they introduced Brody Lee on that show, and and it was the culmination of months of storylines. And you had Christopher Daniels like confronting the Dark Order and saying, "There's no exalted one. You guys are full of it." You know, blah blah blah. And then Brody Lee comes out and he says. Christopher Daniels, you're not the only old man that ever had no faith in me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my god, oh, this is that great, is, yeah. and and like, and then Matt Hardy debuted, and Lance Archer debuted, and they had the thing, with, and they had the with thing. teleportation in the, powers. Yeah, but they had the thing in the field. No, I think the teleportation was the next week, but okay. they had the they had the thing in the field if you remember with Wee Man oh, and a bunch of random dudes, that was Lance in this Ar- show that was awesome yeah that was one show march 18th 2020 and i don't know where on your hall of boom what category that would have fit into but i almost feel like that almost deserves a special place and maybe you guys can do it next i agree because until the Brody lee tribute show i that was my favorite episode of dynamite ever and i had never gone back and watched it until today and, and I can't find the whole episode, but AEW has got a bunch of clips on the YouTube channel. It's probably about half the episode, you know, with mm-hmm. different matches, different promos, um, you know, like matches joined in progress and stuff. And it was a really good show. And it was a freaking incredible show if you consider the circumstances. And when you read back through that thread and we're watching mm-hmm. and we're like, oh, there's only 10 people out in the building. There's way more than 10 people here. I'm all through the thing. I hope nobody gets COVID. I hope nobody. And other people are telling me, they're all tested. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, my God, I feel guilty watching this, (laughs) you know, like, cause I don't know what's happening. Yeah. And and by the end of the show, and I even made this comment in the thread and I remembered it, but I wasn't sure if how I remember it now was how I felt at the time, but how I felt at the time was I really needed that show because I was so depressed. And I'm thinking, my God, like the next, however long this is going to last six months a year two years five years my wrestling is going to be this crap that we're watching from a warehouse in in florida right and instead we got this and and it was no not much better than the stuff that followed you know james you talked about it where they filmed like three weeks of material no it was like two months of material in like three days and yeah it wasn't much better than that but it was it, it was what we needed. And there's something mm-hmm. else on there, I think. I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive. Every Well, put, put it this way. Every clip I watched, every match I watched, every mm-hmm. single person on that show, three years later, or almost three years later, is still in AEW, I think, except for Stu Grace. I think just except, about. I mean, except like, for like Stu Grace. Santa, except for Cody. Uh, so he's still there. He's just injured. Yeah, technically still but, there. But I'll yeah. bet you, like almost everyone that, Committed to to a W for that show. And for that time period probably has a job for as long as they want. And if they don't, they should because that's that's earlier this year, obviously, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. earlier this year when everybody
3: was, everybody was saying, Oh, they might cut Chuck Taylor. I thought, I don't think they are because I remember, I remember what Tony Khan said about best friends and how much they meant to, to those few months. When they yeah. needed them, they came through. And I, and that's one of those things. It's almost like the, the UFC jobs that Rich Franklin got and, and guys like that, Forrest Griffin. Like, mm-hmm. I think after that, Tony's going to protect those guys for a very that, long time. That first day,
2: though, like, I don't think either of you guys were actually even in the Facebook uh, group at that point. I know James wasn't. I'm not sure. I wasn't. Kevin.
0: But I, I, I heard I, you. I think I was, but I hadn't really met everyone
2: yet. OK, I urge you I'll to go, go through and bit. read that thread. Um, i really appreciate you tagging it's about 250 posts but most of them are you know like your typical dynamite thread you know um it'll take you 10 minutes to read it you know a lot of the same people that'll
0: be a that'll be a wild read because yeah because it really was like not just that show but talking about the show in that facebook group uh at that time was a lot of like because you didn't connect with a lot of people you know and it was like it was yeah but it was also like making new friends oh
2: yeah and yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: and making new relationships yeah. with people at that time
3: to an extent that reminds me of a very very famous thread that was on the mma underground mm-hmm. um from september 11th 2021 oh. or to, you know 2001 where people on the underground were just kind of trying to process what was happening live. And they lock that thread forever way back in the day so that they would be like people could always look back and see a time capsule, Mm -hmm. like a time capsule for that day. And so I really am looking forward to going back and reading it. That's like it's not quite the same as that day, but those couple of days, things are moving so fast. Oh, I I really want to go back and see what everybody was thinking. Because, and then watch know, I, the
2: videos. Like I posted a yeah. link to the AW playlist that they have from that day. Again, that would take you about 45 minutes to watch yeah. what they posted. And, um, and, and does the, it have God, Chuck
0: God, Taylor, does it have Chuck Taylor calling, uh, calling, uh, Santana and Ortiz, a bunch of chumps, for kicking his partner in the dick.
2: Yes, he did. Yes, that was his big line. Yep. That was his yep. big yep. line. Of that yeah, I- it has Moxley showing up in the parking lot with Chris Jericho's car that he'd won in a oh, yeah. match like the week before. Yeah, and, like yeah, and he's like he didn't go in the building. I don't know where he was. I mean, he might have been there. Probably was somewhere yeah. else. He used to film promos if you remember this from like wherever the hell yeah. he was, but he wasn't at the show. But he was right. like a big part of those shows, even though. He wasn't there. And I was kind of like disappointed that Moxley wasn't part of like the COVID era thing because he was the champion for almost that whole period of time where, where was, there was no fans. And he had to carry that company through the COVID era. And you guys, I, I can't argue with any of your picks. Yeah. Like they, they were phenomenal. Yeah. Um you It was know, really it,
3: hard. It was yes, really hard to talk to about the Covid era yeah. without having everything to go back and watch. But I now have that March eighteenth version. 2020 dynamite and i can send send it to both of you and i suggest we get oh. back together in a week or so after we all rewatch it and talk about that episode i would love and to talk that, about that you know period maybe maybe you know maybe we can do that for the patreon yeah that's for, what uh, you know for for like december for the holiday week i was just suggesting to kevin some ideas for like repeated short videos yeah. this wouldn't be a short video but I think that's a really good idea to release during the holidays. I think people yeah. might enjoy that I, very much. I would love to do that because I would love to watch the whole show. I, I yeah. got,
2: like yeah. I said, maybe about half of it. And um, I just remember it. And I will say everything I watched lived up to what I had in my mind. Mm-hmm, um, right. You know, Jericho, the one thing I'd forgotten, Jericho banned AEW fans from appearing at all future <laughs> events until he decided <laughs> that it
3: would be okay like oh my god how so brilliant great. was that you i know? forgot there's so much of that i've forgotten yeah. oh yeah. and um yeah. oh i cannot wait to rewatch this guys yeah. i cannot wait yeah, yeah. so i, I just wanted Garrett. to say and again put over your show again
2: the show was great um how no, sting doesn't make it for for moments i don't know but you know you guys that's think of it that's fine side. it's sting. Yeah. If we
0: covered everything in the first show whenever we'll <laughs> we get to it, do should, it again. it should
3: have been yeah. like the, named after him uh yeah <laughs> but, that's no. a good idea yeah. Well, Sting will we're definitely gonna gonna put that yeah. down in the notes for next
2: year. All right, yeah. Right I now, mean, 100%. We got time? I think Sting's gonna be wrestling long after I'm. Yeah, he'll <laughs> <I'll> still be <laughs> there. Sting's gonna be wrestling <laughs> long after I'm the TNT champion. Yes, and, yeah. and I am about it. All right. Fact, so that's all I will say, guys. Does. I can't wait to hear your show uh, on on uh, was it Monday night or Tuesday morning? This drops. I usually listen Tuesday, but this um, week it's gonna drop Monday, I believe. Awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. I hopefully I'll get to it Monday, but if I don't, I'll definitely listen Tuesday. So, yeah.
3: Well, you always have some of the best feedback of everybody that listens. Oh, we always really appreciate it. We were just talking off screen about how happy we are that we're already getting a lot of feedback for the boom show. A lot of it's from you. And it's exactly what we wanted. We knew we were going to miss some things and we knew there was going to be like talk over who won and who didn't make the list. And I love that. And I think that's the fun of wrestling is comparing everybody's opinions. And there were legitimate oversights on our part. Many of which I can defend, but the list was <laughs> phenomenal. I mean, you <laughs> cannot
2: you. argue anybody you guys put in and say, "Oh, that person doesn't belong" or "that moment didn't belong." I can't. Moments it was just- the hardest. Yeah, moments yeah. was by yeah. far the hardest category. Yeah, and that's fine. You got next year. So exactly. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I. You know what, guys? I'll bow out then. All uh, right, Paul. Thank I you so
0: much for joining but- us. Do I we just need to do thing? this more
3: often? Yeah, <laughs> All right. We, can we boot Paul? How do we kick him out of here? <laughs> I, I don't know, no actually. Bye, All Paul. Right, later. Have a good one. That was fantastic. That I was, was really. I was ready to argue with him about Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah. Because I can defend that one. Um. I can't defend Rebel not being there in the manager's category. She should have been. She wouldn't have made it, I don't think. But uh, she should have been there. And as cool as Jake the Snake Roberts was, though, Kevin, Mm -hmm. as cool as he was, it never went anywhere. It just kind of petered out. And that's a shame. And he could have been so much more.
0: Um, It's one of those things where his debut was awesome and then it never did anything.
3: You know, when we do shows like that, I always uh, I I look forward to correction because Mm -hmm. these days, as I've said before, I know I have a bad memory. And there were so many things Paul talked about on that March 18th show. I can't remember anymore. COVID seemed like yeah. it was eight years, eight yeah. years long, and um, time moved so differently during those days um, yeah. that I have very little memory of that first show. And there's so many things that happened during that period. I think we could do we could do a multi part show on the COVID year on the COVID year of AEW. Oh, yeah. But I love the idea of of covering that first one of just going. That'd be a that'd
0: be a kind of a fun, you know, uh, Garrett and and, uh, John LaRocca do the like raw rewatches. Yeah, exactly. A long term project is doing like short rewatches of like the entire COVID era from from the 18th show to the show where they ran that retro video.
3: Well, that's a great idea. And here's the thing with me, you, Paul and Jeff, we wouldn't all Mm -hmm. have to be here every week it'd be yeah. whoever could get together each week would talk about the next one but of course everyone would try and watch it to stay current that'd yeah. be a lot of fun i think people might enjoy that cuz those were some those were so much fun at the time and i'm curious yeah. to see and and nothing will ever take away from that how much fun they mm-hmm. were mm-hmm. um but it'd be interesting to see how they hold up if they're still as fun now when we've yeah. got people back in the arena and all this to compare it to yeah. I also want to say real quick that I think as much as I love the idea of all the wrestlers at ringside, mm-hmm. AEW got lucky that they went third, that it was SmackDown, yes. Raw, then Dynamite. Yeah. And I don't think they did the people ringside that, that first night.
0: No, I don't believe they did. But and then a couple of times, remember they were at like QT Marshall's gym.
3: Yeah. And so they were, they, 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 They had the chance to see what worked and what didn't work. Tony Mm -hmm. Khan talked about seeing the difference in late night television when some hosts were just doing it solo from their homes. Some had small groups of people that were laughing, cheering, whatever. It's almost listening to like a a lot of comedians have great podcasts and some of Mm -hmm. them have guys that are, you know, producing the show, things like that. You will hear laughing in the background. It adds a lot. It really yeah. adds a lot. Yeah. And then once they did it, I fully expected WWE like, to copy them. That's exactly right. She adds <laughs> so much. Um, but in the end I realized WWE would never do what they did. And and they finally yeah. that the the Thunderdome was a, a, a fantastically interesting concept. They spent a lot of money on it, but mm-hmm. to me it never it never equaled the locker rooms at ringside. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just sure is just more human, exactly. Um, although I really did enjoy some people, some people were somehow broadcasting GCW wrestlers from their homes in the crowd wearing GCW shirts. There was a <laughs> lot of nonsense that was roughly the equivalent of when somebody Rickrolled Vince McMahon rather than accept the million dollars he was trying to give them or yeah. some large amount of money. And total respect to that person. I bet they regret that to this day, though. <laughs> You you remember what I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. My God, that was a classic wrestling moment. All right, let's see what we got to. get. Let's see, we are how long? We're 18 minutes into this podcast. So let's talk about the. Let's talk about the. If you want to listen to the Hall of Boom, the only way to do that right now is to become a patron of Fight Game Media. To do that, go to Patreon.com/slash Fight Game Media for only five dollars a month you get extra bonus shows from every single host here at Fight Game Media as long as, as extended ver- along with extended versions of your classic shows like Brace for Impact and the Hall of Boom is in two parts volume 1 and volume 2 hopefully one day we can release the whole thing is the whole bloody affair um <laughs> and all together it's 3 hours of wrestling talk and i like the way we broke it up and that if you're going on a road trip you can listen to half going going and and half coming back that sort of thing and i was and my thought was if i was going somewhere for thanksgiving this is what i would like to listen to this is yeah and it's kind of like when you're a writer you want to write what you want to read and the same thing as a podcaster and i'm glad we put something together that we would really like to listen to as opposed to this normal nonsense like we're going to be talking about (laughs) right here
1: on this week's brand new episode of the boom nfl sunday ticket is now on youtube and YouTube TV
3: And we are going to start out with the return of House of Black, Kevin.
0: That's right. The House of Black are back.
3: That's right. And, of course, we started out with their very strongest member, Julia Hart. Clearly, I had a friend over as I rewatched this um, earlier, not a wrestling fan. And I and, uh, Julia Hart popped up, and he's like, oh, man. And he broke down her earrings. He's like, this lady 100% chops Hot topic. And I said, yes, (laughs) she used to shop at Claire's and we all like hot topic, (laughs) Julia Black, more than Claire's journeys, Julia Hart. That's exactly right. She, 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 she graduated to that next mall level (laughs) and she's the, all the better for it. Yeah. And then I said, like, I was talking, I was introducing him to Orange Cassidy and he was getting and liking the Orange Cassidy persona Uh and then QT Marshall, everybody came out and I said, hold on. You're about to see something cool because I said, every ass you see on the screen right now is about to get beat. (laughs) Every ass is about to get whipped and it's going to be enjoyable. And that's what they did. That is what they did. They whipped every ass available. QT Marshall and his crew in the factory, all the best friends, the extended best friends. You're
0: talking like nine people. They took.
3: Yeah. Yes, they did. Not as many spin kicks as I would have liked And you ask the question, Kevin, here in the notes. Yeah. This is a chance to reset. How do you do it right? And I have a clear answer to that. Oh, great. The clear answer to how do you do this right is you need to book them like they're big deals and not Mm -hmm. have them in matches against people such as QT Marshall. That's true. That's how one would do it right. Yes. Maybe we'll get there. Maybe this was just the clean house of a bunch of bunch of guys, including the All-Atlantic Champion. Mm-hmm. And maybe they'll move on to top-level tag teams once they let top-level tag teams participate in AEW um, right. programming, <laughs> as we saw a little bit of on Rampage. Right. And uh, that's the way to do this, right? Have them be top guys wrestling top guys oh. or even top flight. Why not? Either way, top that top hats. Yeah, whatever you got, just keep it keep it up top, man. Keep it up but, top. Yeah. So, would but, you do
0: them as tag team? Would you do them as trios? Just singles? Like they could they could once we have resolved, one of them beat Orange think, Cassidy for his title.
3: Yeah, have Malachi Black beat Orange Cassidy, then have them attacking tag teams, and then once we have an established winner of this mm-hmm. trio's title after seventy two consecutive matches. Mm -hmm. then have them just attack those people. That's the way to do it. Do it like you did with the nasty boys back in the day. Whoever they want to fight, they just go out and beat the hell out of them until those people wrestle them and have them attack top guys. And that's how they become top guys. Simple as that. The problem with the old House of Black was they they kept getting distracted in nothing bullshit feuds. Yep, yep, yep. And... So yeah, they need to avoid the best friends of the world. They need to avoid the Q.T. Marshals of the world. You know they did. They and maybe they just they got it out of their system.
0: Well, I'll give them them one more match. I'll give them one match against the factory where they just destroy them in a in a squash just to just to just to show off. I'll give them. I'll give them
3: one. I'll give them one against best friends. They do not get a factory pass with me. No one gets a factory pass. If they if they want to pretend <laughs> they're gonna to be top guys, I if
0: won't allow it. I give them the factory pass as long as it doesn't go past
3: a commercial break. That's fair. Yeah. Keep it under 60 seconds and we're good. Under 60 yeah. seconds and we are good to go. Next yep. up, next on the list, a shocking development, Kevin. I know. Nick Cabana had a near death experience in the ring due to compression socks. Compression socks. Yeah. And I have breaking news. I, ha- I know for a fact he bought these compression socks from CP Monk's Compression Emporium. <laughs> a man named CP Monk sold, him, sold him socks, which almost yeah. severed his legs at the knees. <laughs> CP Monk's. Uh, that's Closed exactly right. on Mondays and Tuesdays. That's exactly right. <laughs> and you can clearly see them through the windows eating their muffins. They're right. just crushing muffins right next to Mindy's st- stare, catching everyone that wants yeah. in to get their compression gear in the eyes. <laughs> no selling them the whole time. I'm just
0: imagining. So yeah, yeah. He I guess He forgot his socks. He has these special socks, like kiss yeah. soccer socks that he likes to wear. Cause they, 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 they don't leave his shins exposed. I guess he doesn't like his shins to be
3: exposed. Listen, man, you'd never want to go into the ring against it and gets top yeah. competition with exposed shins. Right. Everybody knows that Kevin, right? Everybody. So he's,
0: Going, so he's going around trying to find it. And apparently he walks into this store with a, uh, like yeah, a, a man tall, with tall guy with slick back hair tattoos and a large, uh, mustache.
3: Large mu- and a monocle, yeah, which seemed and to be monocle. attached to the mustache. Said, Do I have the socks for you, young man? It's right. Yeah. As his attack dog was being, he was having to pull him back at the neck. Uh, yeah. appeared to be, a, appeared to be bipedal, however, but, uh, <laughs> is a bad day for colt cabana yeah. literally lost all feeling in his legs and i gotta give During it to match, him that was a pretty good match for a man with no feeling from the knees down it does explain a lot because people ex- were noticing yeah. that he seemed a little off and that would be a
0: weird feeling to just lose feeling in your legs and i am I, glad well, he didn't because uh, really there's a, you know our friend Preet who's uh in our um uh, in the fight game facebook group that we've been plugging yeah uh is a medical professional and he said this is actually serious business like if you get the wrong compression socks or you get too like they're they're helpful if you if you need them but if you don't need them it can be really bad news
3: yeah and as we saw right here um i'm really curious i would love to talk to Preet because i wonder is this just no feeling or is this like the feeling of your legs being asleep where you can't really feel them but there's pins and needles you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i'd love to know which that was either one's terrible like every now and then i'll 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 get off a long session of playing PUBG mobile on in on the toilet and and i can't (laughs) feel a thing and i'm walking like frankenstein man i'm so close to going down yeah and uh I can't yeah, I rolled an the ankle
0: the once in high like school that. walking around with a, get up, My leg was asleep and I tried to walk on it and just my oh. ankle rolled out under.
3: Mm. Yeah, that was bad. That could have been bad. So glad he's okay and we can laugh about it. I may have to mute the mic. You're about to set off my Tourette's right here. In fact, I'm <laughs> gonna, I've got to mute my mic right this moment. All right, I am back. So next up, um, Ricky Steamboat's last match. Kevin, I have been... I've been real busy with life this week Yeah I missed this I totally missed this I, I totally forgot for about me. it I remembered That it was Well,
0: I knew that it was happening But I forgot that it was this week Which is really sad Because yeah. Ricky Steamboat's one of my all-time favorites Yeah And uh, so yeah Ricky Steamboat's last match Show in Raleigh, North Carolina it was was uh, Sunday night Tonight as we're taping this and uh, it was on fight. I guess apparently he was not interested in wrestling when Ric Flair was having his last match, but then he saw that Ric Flair made a bunch of money doing that and decided maybe that's a good way yeah. for me to just get a little payday before
3: especially, I can't anymore. Especially when Ricky probably realizes Rick made all that money dying a number of times in the ring that night. Right. Per- perishing. <laughs> right.
0: Right. And, and Ricky's probably, probably like, probably- I could probably do that and not die.
3: Yeah, I could probably do that and not perish even once. And uh, by the way, 1988, Kevin, yeah. 1988, one thing was on my brain. Well, two things were on my brain, but one I can mention here on the show. Uh-huh. As a young man of, I don't know, 12 or so, mm-hmm. that was the Batman movie. Yeah. It was everywhere. The Batman movie is coming out. Batman shirts, Batman socks, mm-hmm. shoes everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I was angry. Number 1, I was really excited for the movie, but I was so angry that they cast Michael Keaton as Batman as Bruce Wayne. Right. It's very and controversial at the time. To me, the choice for Bruce Wayne was a no-brainer. Only one man in America looked the part and had the skills, and that was Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Oh. I was genuinely angry that Ricky the Dragon Now Steamboat I'm retroactively was, angry. Had not been chosen as Batman. He's got the dark yeah. hair. He's got right. the look. He could be the billionaire playboy. And oh, my God, man. does he have the Batman moves? Yeah. Uh, and Just you can imagine have that cape had, like arm Dragon people. Yeah. And you could have. And the thing is, they wouldn't have had to have the huge heavy suit where he couldn't even turn the neck because he actually had the pecs, which brings me That's to Richard right. Starks, something we have to talk about later on right. in this episode. A theory yes. I have but um, yeah, to this day, angry that Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was not
0: uh, uh, was not Batman in nineteen
3: eighty. Yeah. Back
0: then, I would have been I would have been totally on board with that at the time. I yes. appreciate
3: I appreciate that I have a comrade at arms here yes. that understands yes. what I was saying.
0: Well, I wish that we could have been at this show tonight and so we could have told him that in person.
3: Oh my God, these matches! FTR yeah. and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus Jay Lethal, uh-huh. Brock, Jay, not just shit.
0: J- yeah, not just Jay Lethal, but Jay Lethal in full black machismo mode. Oh, dressed my God. In the, in the classic Randy Savage pink, pink tights with the white stars and the yellow boots from okay. WrestleMania three.
3: Look at yeah. this. This is basically your top guys of today with the top guy of yesteryear versus yep. a dream four horsemen, even though there's only three of Nick Aldis, Brock Anderson. So you've got your Anderson Yep. And Randy Macho Man Savage under yeah. the black machismo banner. With That's a hell of a match, man. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, my God. I bet God. it was
0: good. I only saw a couple of clips, but I saw Ricky throw a yeah. throw Jay Lethal down with an arm drag. It was great. People and loved
3: then, it. And then two yes. of the four greatest tag teams in American history, Rock and Roll Express versus the Briscoes. Yeah, you want to know who won? I would like to know who won.
0: The Rock and Roll Express beat the Briscoe Brothers.
3: Goddamn straight. Because Ricky Morton has a Canadian destroyer unlike any other this world has ever seen. (laughs) My God. I have no idea how that happened. (laughs) I can't. i got to see this. Yeah. I've got to see this, Kevin. The Briscoe Brothers
0: beat the Rock and Roll Express. I've got to think it involved the Briscoe Brothers beating themselves somehow.
3: It had to. Absolutely had to. And...
0: But what Every a year. year for the Briscoe brothers, basically working nowhere yeah, all year long.
3: What a year they've had. They've had a, they've had a phenomenal year. And also I remember last year thinking, wow, the rock and roll express are like having a run in new Japan. Right. And now in 2022, they're not only facing, but defeating the Briscoes. One of the greatest tag seems in the last decade. These two guys are just unreal. They're absolutely unbelievable. Yep.
0: Apparently, um, Brian Pillman Jr. was also on that show and turned heel. So we don't know if that'll play out in anything in another show. Oh,
3: that's interesting. That's interesting. I I, I really want to see what he's... I think we've gotten all we're going to get out of him right now as a face. And I would love to see what he can give us as a heel. Because a lot of times... Look, Julia Hart isn't a big player. But I wasn't joking with, like, Claire's Julia Hart was clearly inferior to Hot <laughs> right. Topic Julia Hart. So I would really like to see, yeah. What, uh, and I'm assuming he'll do a little bit of the unhinged gimmick. And I really right. want to see what that'll look like. I really do.
0: Yeah, that can be fun. And I've always heard that Griff Garrison is a
3: good heel, if you okay. he would ever do that. So maybe I, both of them. Griff Garrison's resemblance to young Chris Jericho Makes me hope and pray yeah. he he really gets good. And I really I, want him to get good. And he was so green when he entered AW, yeah. so green when I like I don't think he we even deserve to see good Griff Garrison for like five years. Like I give him <laughs> I I legit yeah. give him a long time because he yeah. came in with nothing, nothing under his belt at all.
0: I've always thought they should do a storyline where Chris Jericho takes Griff Garrison under his wing because he reminds him so much of himself and he starts like lending him his lover boy cassettes and like, tries oh to God. get him to like mold him in to, his image.
3: You had a major match and Chris Jericho. I don't know if his mother's alive or not, but his mother is at ringside and uh, Griff Garrison is on the undercard and she's like a little out of it. And she is sure that that is her son <laughs> leading yeah. to Chris Jericho being forced to to begrudgingly take him under his wing to please his elderly mother. <laughs> like book it, I love book that. it AW. Yep. That's the move. All right. Well, we are already at this week's heat index. Kevin, I'm really excited to see what you've got in your top 5 along with uh I whether you have a dishonorable or honorable mention. I'm ready for yeah. it. Yeah.
0: I have a uh dishonorable mention and uh you know it's kind of a, a, it always feels good when i feel like i have to bump some things off the list to yeah you know when there's more than five and like house of black easily could have been on there yeah
3: absolutely uh, a lot of weeks they might have been number one or two yeah right
0: um but uh, my dishonorable mention is uh follow-ups I'll, I'll put full gear follow-ups okay so it's week after full gear you know and not to always compare to like WWE or how they've always done it in a way. But I always feel like when you have a big show, you know, the first week after the show, everything about that show is about what's happened. What What's the yeah. re- what's the fallout, right?
3: You use the big show yeah. to either wrap up angles or set up mm-hmm. new angles. Yeah. And the first episode after should be about leaving the old angles in the past through like final like wrap up mm-hmm. m- moments. And and really putting the gasoline on the fire of the new angles, right? And I I, I have a feeling you're. I know a couple of these that I'm thinking of, and yeah. they did a pitch. You might poor even job. think of some that I haven't. But
0: so you know, and for the most part, they kind of did like follow up on most of the things from Full Gear, the, but you know, a couple of big biggest, notable
3: ones. Yeah, the biggest one, of course, was Blackpool and uh, and William Regal, and they did mm-hmm. a good job of of both. Giving you follow up on that, but not giving mm-hmm. you the real story behind it, because you right, gotta keep right. tuning in to get that. They did a right. decent job of that. A good a good job yeah. of that. But
0: here's the thing. Saraya comes back, biggest signing in many months, huge story that she's having her first match back. Wrestle's her first biggest, match in five years.
3: Biggest signing in AEW women's history, in a lot of ways, yeah. the female CM Punk, and that she was gone. Yes. She was a major star, huge star. Gone yes. five years from the business, comes back and this is her match. This is yeah. the match. She come back match
0: and wins. Put her yeah. over Brit Baker, the biggest star they have. Yep. And then Dynamite and Rampage come and go. They don't even mention
3: it. We get Brit. We get lots yeah. of Brit. Yeah. Not a mention. Not one nope. mention. That's one way for Brit to not lose any steam by the loss. Yeah. Pretend <laughs> she never lost. Way. Pretend she yeah. never even had a match, my friend. Hmm.
0: It's almost like that's happened before.
3: Yeah. With almost Britt. as if. And, yeah. uh, yeah. People forget, she, like, some of her biggest wins were matches that she lost. She lost. She lost. That's yeah. right. Some of her biggest victories in AEW. Yep. Um, yeah. And I don't know yeah, what the- I don't know what that is. Maybe, maybe, maybe Soraya. I'm not saying she got hurt. May I'm saying maybe she came out of that a little more stiff than she expected, mm-hmm. and maybe was supposed to be on the show and couldn't quite make make the show. But even then, you have Britt losing her mind over losing to Soraya, and yeah. um, and again, maybe that was too much of a rewrite because of the things they have planned. To move forward with well, versus Jamie angle potentially.
0: Yeah. They could have they could have still made it work, you know, when she came out, um what was the segment she came out? Oh, when they announced the world title thing that was no longer interim. Right. Um and Renee could have asked Britt Baker, you know, hey Jamie won big, she won the title, I know you're proud, but you had a big loss. What are your thoughts about that? And Brick could have easily said, you know, Renee, I don't want to talk about that. I want to keep the focus on my friend Jamie and just sort of like show that she doesn't want to, you know, and make a storyline of the fact that she doesn't want to acknowledge it.
3: One line, one Mm. line right there. That's all it would take. One line to keep it going. We didn't even get one line. And, uh, there, there were, um. That is far from the only example of that. I think we can come up with the this show.
0: This one, this one is more than more of my own personal bias because yeah. of how much I loved last week's storyline. But Eddie Kingston, right, pays off the storyline of him losing, being out of control, getting disqualified, wrestles his hero, finds a new purpose in life, and uh, um, then doesn't show up on the show. No mention of him. I'm thinking an elevation match with Ortiz.
3: I'm thinking Tony Khan felt a little uncomfortable with uh Eddie Kingston winning his first match in AEW. <laughs> he didn't know how to didn't, handle didn't, it. Didn't didn't quite know how to handle it. No, it's just a little, little discombobulating uh for yeah. TK. And I get that. He's kind of thrown off. How do we present Eddie Kingston as, as a winner? How how right. do we present him as someone who's actually defeated another human being? Right. You don't know how. Don't know. It's going to take weeks to come up with that. Yeah. And so we to not only. A
0: simulator a couple of times.
3: Exactly right. Hopefully Oliver Cops, uh pro wrestling simulator, whose yeah. name I cannot remember offhand, stop by the fight game media group on Facebook and ask. though, and everybody will point you to it. I am yeah. hugging the mic right now, trying to pick something up off the floor that was meaningless. Um, but then also um, some stuff with Stokely and Ethan Page.
0: TNM, by the way, is the name of the wrestling simulator that Oliver Cop created.
3: There you go. Oliver Cop's TNM Wrestling Simulator. Download it immediately for free.
0: Yep. Right. Uh, And then the other one was Stokely. Stokely, uh, you know, a week before Full Gear tells MGF, I'll
3: see you in hell. Like at Full Gear. Which technically, technically is... If if he's the devil, it would just be at his house in Jersey, you know, (laughs) technically they're saying Jersey is hell. Right. Right. Um,
0: Maybe it just meant we'll have lunch before the show.
3: (laughs) And I kind of this is the only one I could kind of justify just a teeny bit kind of. in that it was all that was the entire Stokely angle was a red herring to throw us off of Regal. Yeah, but it was still a major angle. He's still there all those all those characters are still in aw mm-hmm. and he still said i'll see you in hell and we can at least yeah. get a shot of those two at like a deli you know in jersey yeah it's like oh there they are they're, <laughs> hell's they're in hell's kitchen they're in hell's kitchen exactly that um, could be yeah.
0: we got random enough. that i just had it could still pay off next week when mjf shows up if Rigo comes back yeah, maybe that could, firm, be, you know, that could be the firm, you know, you a threatening thing, and maybe they're forming a faction called hell.
3: Oh, my God. Give me that, man. I'm ready for it. Yeah. I am ready for it. So I'm things excited. like that, I
0: guess, you know, I'll, if if next week they do follow up on these things, I'll be a little more forgiving. But, man, I like my follow-up shows to
3: follow up. Kevin, something just hit me.
0: Yep.
3: William Regal is now full-time MJF's manager. Yeah. And he convinces Brian Danielson to make the leap over. Mm-hmm. I don't think we see the death of the Blackpool Combat Club. I think we see two Blackpool Combat Clubs. Oh, wow. Fighting for ownership yeah. of that name. I saw you say, oh, wow, but I couldn't hear it at all. You completely cut out. It's happened oh, a wow. couple times. Oh, wow. Big deal. Oh, wow. Exactly. Um. Which, by the way, anytime you want to look up and – and a great oh wow, or just wow, uh, gif, or as the kids say it, gif on Twitter, anywhere you use your gifs or gifs, uh-huh. throw in wow plus UFC and look for myself. Oh, and, um, yep, look for myself, and you'll get a you know, you got to go down maybe 20, 20 rows, you'll find it though. All it's right, only, I'll look for It's it. the only, it's the only gif worth you, worth, worth using these days. Um, So, yeah, they they left a lot to be desired on Dynamite this week, but it wasn't a bad Dynamite. And we did get some interesting stories throughout the week. Give us number Mm -hmm. five.
0: Number five is uh, the former 10. Well, he might still be 10, but Preston Vance. Now, I have a feeling lowest turn in recent history anyway.
3: That's right. I have a feeling this is going to be a Jungleman Jack Perry type situation where 10 becomes Preston Vance without the mask. He's allowed Mm -hmm. to be who he is. And there'll probably be some conversation about how the mask and the dark order held him back as he was just a number. He couldn't even show his face. Nobody knew who he was in public. If they saw him, that sort of thing. And and I would like that. And so, uh, but yeah, give us, give us the breakdown on how all this went down.
0: If yeah. So, We've been waiting on this forever, and it seems like we'd always say this is when it's coming, and it never would. Um, Preston hasn't exactly been wowing everyone. He had this match with Orange Cassidy a couple of weeks ago that was not very good at all. Yeah. What were we about to say?
3: Two things I was going to say. Number one, AEW, it reminds me of a great line from uh, Arrested Development about Lucille Bluth getting off on being withholding. I feel like that's Tony Khan but he withholds things from us for so long that we finally decide it's never going to happen. And we quit yeah. talking about it and we quit caring. Yeah. And generally right. that wrestler quits caring. Yeah. And then when it happens, they totally don't deserve it to be happening. <laughs> they haven't, they like, they earned that storyline a year before. And by the time it happens, right. no one cares anymore. Right. And I feel like that's where we are. But I guess the one reason people might care now is this leaves the dark order was at one point 72 people. Now yeah. it's down to three people It is Three yeah. human beings on this earth Not including negative one So if yeah. you include negative one That takes it down to two people mm-hmm. um, Being that he is in fact negative. negative one Yes So You know that's a big deal Especially when they're facing when, when they're facing off with a group That now includes Blade, Butcher, Roosh And Preston Vance
0: And Private Party
3: And Private and Matt Party And And Andrade Well if Andrade oh. ever comes back Right. Um that is a that is a, a definitely they're at a disadvantage, my friend.
0: Yeah. So yeah, so he was they you know, I I thought they did it well. There was some there was He doesn't show up for the
3: match, then he then he comes in, then he turns on him. Yeah, I they like
0: to like once he came in he didn't waste any time. The turn happened right away. Yeah. Just turn around and knock the crap out of uh John Silver. Um, attacked evil uno ripped his mask which is a big deal yeah Um,
3: and then rips off uh, his own mask going up the ramp and tosses it at the feet of the the defeated one the defeated young and impressionable negative one who fell to his knees i really like this i really like this because preston vance was negative one's favorite wrestler um we know that long been
0: established since yeah
3: yes 10 was there for him after his dad died. It's yep. an emotional storyline and it has been an on-camera storyline in AEW.
0: Yes. It has. Whether
3: you want, whether you want it to have been there or not, it was there. Yeah. And if it's on TV in professional wrestling, it's part of the story. Mm-hmm. And also I saw someone say it might've been Paul Fontaine, might've been someone else, something about he doesn't want like this emotional stuff from comedy wrestlers. The yeah. fact is, um, John Silver and, and his his tag team partner, Alex um yeah, Alex Reynolds. I almost said Ryan Reynolds, and I'm glad you say there. <laughs> that would what star they, power that would be. Yeah. Yes, they're comedy wrestlers to some extent. They're also yeah. fucking fantastic wrestlers. Yeah. They've had incredible matches against the Young Bucks. They've had so many incredible matches and they're wrestlers and they deserve a good storyline, whether they're comedic or not. Orange Cassidy's gotten them. He's gotten main event storylines against Chris Jericho. Mm -hmm. To me, a wrestler is a wrestler, whether they do some comedy or not. And these guys are great wrestlers. These guys Mm -hmm. can have legit five-star matches and we've seen them come really close a lot of times. And frankly, um, I wish they were re- I wish they were wrestling um guys higher up on the card because I think they deserve that. And yeah. so I like that they're getting a well thought out, well drawn out emotional storyline. Yeah. I'm happy for them. And I think they've they've earned it and they freaking deserve it. And yeah, um, I am
0: too. I, I, I am curious to see if Silver can turn that switch off. Uh, you know, because he's gotten so good at yeah. being Meet Man Johnny Hungy that and he
3: overdoes, you it. know, he overdoes it. He overdoes he does lean it.
0: into it so much. So it'll he be interesting vote. to see if they can coach him into, you know, OK, how yeah. do you turn, you know, like Orange Cassidy knows exactly how to manage his silliness. He knows how to wrestle differently. He knows how to portray. He knows how to portray anger when he needs to. He knows exactly how to dial in his character to whatever he needs it to be. And I don't know if Silver does yet, but I would Silver. love to see if he if
3: he can, I would love to see it. Silver does a good job of that in the ring. Yeah. Not on the mic on the mic. He just yeah. goes, he, he turns it up to 11 every time. Right. Alex Reynolds actually does a really good job. He does. Yeah, he does. And if, if John Silver and I, and it was weird saying this, John Silver should take some notes from Alex Reynolds mm-hmm. on slowly transitioning into that serious guy in a serious feud. Yeah. This could be phenomenal. This could be really, yeah. really good. Um, I, would
0: hate, I, I would hate to, I mean, I would, I would not want to like, actually, if I were like, you know, a backstage personnel, like actually suggest going to do this, but um, just because we brought it up in the COVID era, mm-hmm. looking at the John Silver in that Brody Lee Memorial match. Yeah. Uh, That's who we need right you know, now. That's who, who we need. need. And not to say, well, you need to go back to that place. But, you know, it, it, uh, that, that's the one that's not the bug eyed crazy guy, you know, it's the, yeah. the guy who, who, who's like the awesome baby face. Now, exactly. some people think this might lead to if, let's just say Vance goes through and he starts tearing through people and, uh, you know, Nox just starts taking out all these dark order guys and becomes a monster and he's the next Lance Archer or something like that that this could lead to a program for hangman and that could be interesting that could be interesting you know it's a little low for hangman on the on the on the
3: card but just came up with something else hmm. this is pulled straight from my ass right now great and is not thought out at all good what if this slowly leads to the broken and dejected dark order of evil uno Alex Reynolds, John Silver, who are taken in by a new fearless leader. What exalted one? By a new exalted mm-hmm. The exalted one? one, yeah. Yeah. We get a new exalted one that's promised. You kind of know they're happy. it's all going on behind the scenes. That exalted one, do you know where I'm going with this?
0: No, I can think of a couple of ways. Malachi Black, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Okay. Yeah. And the, like the House of Black and the Dark Order merge into the creepiest perverts that A.W. has ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I would. I wouldn't hate that. And I would like to see evil, evil, angry John Silver. I'd like to see the death of Johnny Hungy for a while. And that'd be really interesting. And then maybe at some point he breaks out and tries to break out of the new cult. Um, yeah. Even on on his own. And I, I'd love to see something like that. I don't know where he would go, but I think he's definitely stronger in a tag team.
0: But mm.
3: that'd be interesting. It's never going to happen. Be interesting. I wouldn't mind it. Merge your creepy perverts, people. That's the lesson. Merge your creepy perverts. That's the takeaway from this week. That's, that's exactly right. Maybe we should start doing at the end of the show. If there's no should have been on Dynamites, we should do this week's takeaways. This <laughs> week's takeaway. Yeah. yeah. All right. Follow Number, up on your follow ups and merge your perverts. That's exactly right. <laughs> oh, man. But some of those mergings don't need to happen on screen for you. No. <laughs> no. No. Number no. four.
0: Number four, the big super baby face of the week, Ricky Starks. My God. Number one contender.
3: Louisiana's own, Ricky Starks. That's, that's right. right. He has beaten Brian Cage, Lance Archer. And Ethan Page, I wish he'd only beaten pages and cages this week, but unfortunately, Lance <laughs> Archer made it in there. Um, rages, Lance Archer was rages. That's right. Pages, cages, and rages. Pages, cages, and rages, my friend. So, uh, what did you what did you think of the run? Tell me what your thoughts are. How are you feeling right now about Ricky Starks? I'm feeling pretty good.
0: Pretty good. I think. I think the delay. Um, affected it, but not too bad. I think if he had had that oh, win on the pay per view, it would have been cool. Cooler. That is an,
3: that is an evergreen statement that we should induct <laughs> into the Hall of Boom. The delay affected yeah. it. That is true of every storyline <laughs> right. in the history of AEW.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely they right. They wait.
3: They wait too long on everything. Yeah, but
0: I'm imagining Tony Khan saying, "The greatest angle ever booked was the one." <laughs> The one that was making you think it would never happen.
3: <laughs> That's right. Tony Khan is the devil in the end. Um, and so maybe, uh, maybe Daly's place is hell. So <laughs> maybe I have a, what will likely be a controversial Ricky Starks theory okay. that I will get nothing but hate for for a couple of weeks. We saw him wrestling in only his teeth in a shirt. Yeah. Button up shirts, only shirts. And now that he's been beaten down by everybody, Mm -hmm. his entire chest is taped up.
0: Yep. With some mysterious, like, cups. Kevin, the bandages.
3: Did Ricky Starks get pec implants? I don't know. I think Ricky Starks may have gotten pec implants. Well, also could have had some semi invasive, actual healthcare surgery mm -hmm. that needed to be covered up, in which case, I really apologize. For this state, for what I just said. Yeah. But it really does beg the question because AEW has people go missing all the time for months. Mm-hmm. Miro just made his return for like three weeks and now has been gone another six months. That's right. Ricky Starks could have just not been on TV, and then they could have done this afterwards. Yeah. While he recovered from whatever. So, right. like I it really has me and I'm sure much of the AEW galaxy in yes. Wardlow's world, um, really questioning what's going on with Ricky Starks' chest, and I hate being the guy to bring that up. God knows yeah. nobody wants to know what's going on with my chest. It's just a shit <laughs> show under the shirt. Nobody needs to know. But, you know, Ricky Starks, is, it's very strange. Very strange.
0: It is weird. It is weird, and hopefully it'll be revealed. We'll see. I don't know. It'll be amazing if he's got, like, this amazingly sculpted yeah, uh, chest on in December, I, hope, I guess he's got a couple more. I imagine he won't wrestle again until the 10th or the 14th. Yeah. So he's got about he, two more weeks.
3: I hope he walked in to a plastic surgeon with a photo of the Rock's chest. Yeah. Not even the Rock's head, just the chest crop. Yeah. Right. Like, give me, give me this. This, give me and this. Like, d- done. Um. But I am oddly excited for this match with MJF. Ricky Starks, Starks will not get cheered. He will not. You don't, I don't think, believe. you don't think I maybe a little, I don't know. Maybe a little. Listen, times, he might... yeah. You're going to say In the Dallas, times they are
0: I feel like MJF is a heel. Okay. That's true. That's a good point. Now it's been a year since mm-hmm. I've been the, but, uh, I think they've been there three or four times and I've been there twice and both times MJF Listen, really
3: Kevin, heavily booed. Not to get personal, but you're a man of God. We're talking about devil worshipers here, Kevin. You can't trust (laughs) them. true. You never know what they're going to do. That's true. That's true. But I'm really excited to see what the reaction will be. I'm really excited for the match. Because like I said last time, I don't think Ricky Stark remotely has a chance of winning. Absolutely not. But I think this is going to be one of those first matches that we're going to see come back around every couple years. And I'm excited to see what this looks like the first time. Yeah. I think this might be a uh, pretty sure might be it'll an end. all out main event in five years.
0: That's true. I'm pretty sure this one will end with some brass necks to the forehead, but
3: that's, Oh, that's true. That's a good point. That's a good point, but um, I bet it'll be really fun. I bet it'll be a really fun match. I think so too. I really hope so. Um, so yeah, that's one of the few, th- I don't want to say few things. I'm liking where AW is going right now, but I'm, I'm really excited for that one. It takes a lot for them to get me excited these days. Yep. All right. Number three.
0: Number three. The Ocho. Chris should number eight, but yeah, Chris Jericho. Maybe
3: even the Ring
0: champion. You know, you can't. I got. I. I normally am hesitant to put him on there because he's just such a constant. He never feels hot. Yeah. But like this week, you gotta, you gotta just stand up and clap for Chris Jericho. Just going to war with Tomiro Ishii
3: I don't and, know if in blade
0: in his own chest.
3: Oh, that was, that was brilliant. He deserves to be on his blade should be right here at number three. <laughs> Chris Jericho's blade. Yeah. Uh, also his line tamer. Um, it was, that was a work of art. The chef's kiss, man.
0: I love it. It really that. was. Yeah. And, you know, He's having a great year up to the guy. Yeah. He, he really is as much as is, not excited as I am about ring of honor.
3: He is, the Ring of Honor thing is throwing everything off. Yeah. I feel like there's been a little too much Chris Jericho. But The thing mm-hmm. is, they needed him. He stepped up. He's having great matches. He's having, yeah. every week he has one of the best matches on the show. Many people would say the best matches on the show. Um, mm-hmm. He's doing what he's doing when he's most needed, just like John Moxley. And kudos to them for that every single time.
0: Yeah, and again, like he steps up again Because yeah. when they first formed the company They needed a guy like Jericho When COVID happened, they needed him to ban the fans Yep When, you know, when they needed star power in the yep. fall He stepped up
3: And, and, I, and again, you know, I really think he is loaning his star power to ROH And I originally thought it's because they had a deal It might mm-hmm. be because they're trying to get a deal
0: yeah. They need so. the
3: guy as champion while he's trying to get the deal and I'm starting to think he eventually will lose that title to um Claudio again. Yeah. But uh not as quick like just not right now. I but
0: yeah, I think not right now cuz I think right now they've shifted they've shifted it from him trying to destroy Ring of Honor to now saying he's the greatest Ring of Honor champion of all time. Yeah. So I think this could go on for a while. The problem is Now they're in this situation like they had in the early 2000s in WWE where it's like you've got your WWE champion and your world champion on the same show. Yeah. And you essentially have a brand split right on the show. Although it is interesting to have Jericho and uh, MJF be the code like fellow world champions and be on friendly terms again.
3: Yeah. By the way, you put something here in the notes. I'm really glad you did. What's that? And it's it's one of those moments where like, I I jump off the couch in my heart. My back hurts right now. I couldn't jump off the yeah. couch, but I, in my heart, I jump off the couch and like fist pump, but I'm never sure if it was just something that popped me or if it popped everybody. Uh-huh. And that is that ludicrous DDT on the apron. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was so good, Kevin. I yeah. love that so much. Yeah. I'm so glad you you felt that too. And I'm guessing everybody I'm guessing yeah. most of the people in fight game media that were seeing it live. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. the Same way. But I wasn't with everybody in the chat. There was oh so God, much that was in that. So the,
0: the chops, the bleeding on the chest, the DDT, and then the line tamer at the end where he puts him in the line tamer, not just the Boston Crab, but the actual line tamer. And then like, you're like, oh, this is the real lion tamer, and then he like tweaks it back, and you see the real lion tamer, <laughs> the way he used to put guys in it in the in the '90s.
3: This is like '1980s cartoons. No, this isn't the Ghostbusters. Yeah. This is the right. real Ghostbusters, That's right. the That's team right. that you've never fucking yeah. heard of in your in yep. your GD life, kids. Yep. Also a very good so cartoon. yeah. Yep. So that was all right. Chris Jericho our number three this week. Okay, Kevin. Number two,
0: number two, the dastardly William Regal and the Blackpool Combat Club.
3: That, that flacker! Like. Oh yes. my god, he's dastardly a dastardly evil he's man, right,
0: right? Proper villain now.
3: That's right. I he's, like he's a he's a right proper twat, is what he is. That's right. <laughs> I don't even know if I can say that. I might get booted off of here.
0: <laughs> I oh like how god. he just healed on Chicago. Like he's in Chicago of all places. And he acts like he can't remember where he is. I
3: love that so much.
0: He is. And then under his breath, he said, where are we? And he goes, Chicago. And then just under his breath, he goes, that's worse than Detroit.
3: <laughs> yes, that I that popped me as well. That really did. I loved it because the thing is. It's kind of like. At one point, I had a boss who was from New York City. Mm-hmm. And he was a real asshole, man. Just a dick. And then when I started being an asshole back to him, he loved it. Because yeah. I'm busting his balls. Chicago is a crowd who's going to bust yeah. your balls. Yeah. And, and you can bust theirs right back, and they were respect right. for it. <laughs> and that like, definitely like, happened like, this week. Like, like when Bill Burr annihilated the entire city of Philadelphia for 50, yeah. 10 or 15 straight minutes. This is the equivalent of it. And uh, there was a lot of that in this episode And William Regal was one of the better examples
0: Yeah, I liked how he refers to Max as Mr. Freeman <laughs> And uh, totally played into uh, Max being on the movie set Shooting the Von Erichs movie Yeah um, As big-timing them of saying like Oh, no, he's he's far too busy to address you But then you he know, specifically referenced I didn't catch this until I watched it the second time That he specifically referenced Several weeks back, I sent Max an email and you'll hear about that email next week.
3: They're back to the email thing and I love yeah. that. Also, between oh between the haircut of um what's his name from like Hollywood like whatever musical famous actor who's in the von Ericks movie whose name I can't remember Oh right yeah, now. Zach. Uh between Zach Zac Efron's haircut yeah. uh-huh. and MJF, yeah. I'm 150% going to see this movie opening weekend. Like oh my I might gosh. I might take off work from yeah. One Patrol Live to go see this whether it's good or bad, I don't care. I yeah. need to see this man's haircut. I need to see him on all the juice in the world. Mm-hmm. And I really can't wait to see what what MJF is doing. Yeah. They've like they have sold me on this movie without even trying to sell me on oh, this movie.
0: Every time they there's an article posting like so-and-so has been cast as... Like the guy they have playing Bruiser Brody is yeah. like perfect. Ooh. And the guy they have playing Harley Race is just perfect.
3: Like I've looks not been wise. paying attention to any of this. Okay.
0: And they're all like legit. If you go to like IMDb and look it up, they have most of them. Like they they have the Ric Flair cast. They have... um I don't think... Is the name of the movie The Von Ericks? No, it's called The Iron Claw. Okay,
3: thank you. All right, I'm pulling this. And
0: um, uh, the guy who is playing Michael Hayes actually is a working wrestler who's been on AEW TV
3: before as like an enhancement guy. Really? Okay. All right. The Iron Claw. I'm trying to find 2022. Is it just maybe Iron Claw? No, it's it's the Iron Claw. It's directed
0: by Sean Durkin, who's a pretty, okay. I mean, he's a really legit director.
3: Spell uh, Durkin for me. Look, I know people are bored out D-U-R-K-I-N. of their D-U-R-K-I-N. This, this is my show, people. This is mine. All right, Sean. <laughs> D-U- Durkin. Yeah, D-U-R-K-I-N. Okay, I'll find this now. Sean Durkin, director? All right, let's see what we got here. This is the right Sean Durkin This is not the same Sean Durkin. I literally, I cuss a lot, Kevin. (laughs) I cannot read you the names of this man's movies. Uh Uh-oh. Holy hell. I don't think it's that guy. I'm going to, I will read you four of the five. Uh Uh-oh. Meet Effer. (laughs) Effed in the face. And I'm editing these oh no chopstick bloody chopstick oh the last f and even with my editing i can't tell you the name of the last one wow okay oh wait that was sean Durr. my bad that was sean Durr. <laughs> i'm sorry about that i literally literally messed that up okay let's see sean durkin i'm never gonna find this i'm never finding this okay Ah well, one day, one day I'll yeah. I'll, I'll find this. It's All right. it's
0: it's funny to look on the IMDb because you've got like Lily James from uh,
3: who was great the, on, she, on Tommy yeah. and uh, yeah the Tommy Lee
0: yeah 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 she played Pam, Pam Anderson had, she was Pam Cinderella and Baby Driver yeah Jeremy Allen White who's just in this uh, the Hulu show The Bear Zach Efron uh, Mara Tierney yeah um, you know a lot of like serious highly credible actors and then like yeah. among this in the headshots you just see maxwell friedman with his burberry <laughs> scarf <laughs> it doesn't oh, say he was playing on imdb but
3: that's so good see i'm on zach efron's now and i can't find it oh upcoming let me click on that okay the iron claw here we go yeah he of course is playing kevin von eric then we've got let's see all cast and crew. I'm really I'm really curious about this. Okay, Harris Dickinson is playing David von Eric. Jeremy Allen White, oh my God, from Shameless, yeah, is like, is playing Carrie von Eric. That's gonna be great. Yeah, War Tierney is Doris Holt McCall- McCallany is Fritz von Eric. All right, Bruiser Brody. All right, just from the screenshot of this guy, yeah, Kazi Lewis Carragino. Looks yep. amazing, Brady. Brady Pierce, Pierce is playing the Michael guy. He's, Hayes.
0: He's the guy who's in AEW, who's been on AEW before. He's a working wrestler.
3: Oh my god! Okay, this is clearly being filmed. I don't know, but I believe it's being filmed in New Orleans because a good buddy of mine, Jim Gleason, who I've been in a lot of movies with, is playing the doctor. Oh, you know Jim Gleason? That's awesome. I don't.
0: I don't know if I know him. Like I don't know if he would yeah. remember me, but I've I've met him a couple of times through my film festival. I work with
3: very cool. Okay. Aaron Dean Eisenberg. I have to see the face playing Ric Flair. He's a little like, I'm like, Oh, he doesn't really, he's a very handsome guy. I bet. It's going to be one of those things where like, for instance, Lily James, when I heard she was cast as Pamela Anderson, Mm -hmm. I thought this is terrible casting, right? She was perfect. It was perfect. Casting. Yeah. just, I'm not as good as casting directors. Look so, at the dude who's playing Harley race, Kevin. Okay. Anton. All right. Let's see. Kevin Anton, Harley race. All right. Let's see. Like, this dude just looks like Harley race. This dude absolutely okay. looks like Harley race. I've seen him in something. Yeah. I can see this man escorting Vader to the ring. Yeah. <laughs> t- right now today. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe okay. that's the movie we need. Okay, That's exactly the movie. We're an hour and nine minutes in. All right. Let's see. Did we even... We didn't even talk was, about half this. Like, get into the Regal no. in, in Blackpool. Oh, yeah. I, I'm going to shut... Thanks for, for a movie the, minute. I'm going to shut the F up, is what I'm going to do. <coughs> okay.
0: So, Regal comes out, and he's uh, healing on the crowd, saying he's got an email. He's going to... Max will be here next week to uh, address that. Uh, Max comes out almost immediately with murder in his eyes. Damn straight. And uh and then immediately some like coffee shop worker comes out to like s- stop him in a turn shop, Brian Danielson.
3: A man who was most assuredly from Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Yes. Hunt, yeah. Could be from nowhere else in America.
0: Right. Some some Antifa guy comes in and uh All tries I to knew stop was him. a vegan rushed the ring. A vegan rushed the ring and with his vegan power stopped Moxley. That's exactly um, right. And uh, And then it got a little weird So Danielson's like begging him To stop Regal looks like He's kind of like bracing himself for it I was kind of hoping Regal would go ahead And pull the knucks out Yeah um, But he, they did, Either he didn't or they didn't show it And then Danielson talks about his own Father's alcoholism and compared that to Moxley's alcoholism and talked about how Regal helped him make peace with his father and now yeah, Regal's dad. Something about like uh Moxley being able to have a relationship with his daughter something. And so because of that, they should spare Regal. I'm not sure, but it was spare basically Spare
3: his life.
0: Spare his life. That's right. And they did play up, like he's had blame brain, blame blame bleeds. Brain, brain bleeds
3: brain bleeds, yes.
0: And and can't really take um, you know, a beat down. Uh, right. so like literally his life would be at risk. Um and Moxley tells him you've got one chance to run and never come back, and Regal leaves.
3: He said run he said what you like run yeah. and never come back. And I yes. like that a lot.
0: Yeah. Which I guess he'll just come back next
3: week though. He's definitely coming <laughs> back next week, yeah.
0: Um and then, uh, so who knows where this is going? Is Danielson, is Danielson going to ultimately side with Regal? Is Danielson going to pay the price? Cause I think either one of those could work, you know, where yeah. Danielson gets betrayed by him as well. Uh, but I could also see a, like Danielson on MJF side could be very interesting too. And then there's young Wheeler Uta running around and we don't know what he's going to be up to.
3: Couple thoughts on that. Number one, if Wheeler Uta is going to side with somebody, I think he's gonna side with Brian Danielson. Yeah. Number two. Clearly, we like whoever is the driver for Blackpool Combat Club, clearly not Sue, because Sue won't leave Wheeler Yuta behind. Like Blackpool, <laughs> he like he is clearly hey, left waiting we had, the car we had Sue outside on his this show, hotel. She
0: barely seemed to know Yuda.
3: She doesn't have a clue. She's she, got better she things was, to worry about. She's
0: Trent's mom. She's not worried she, about Wheeler Yuta.
3: Yeah. She she is. She she knows wrestlers who've wrestled internationally. She knows five-star wrestlers from She's New Japan. She's chaos adjacent. That's exactly right. She's got children's books to write and sling. She's got no time for the Wheeler Yudas of the world. Call You know what? Either call us back when you've had a five-star match, kid. <laughs> Come on now. Give me a break.
0: So he has and then about- Claudio's off to the side. Who knows if I'm Claudio because he may have to join up with Jericho.
3: That's right. If Claudio loses his match, yeah. he joins... I hate like that. I hate Appreciation like that. Society. Uh, yeah, not the biggest fan. I would just no. like to see those two men in a cage. That's yeah, what I would like I to didn't,
0: see. I know. If it had just been Claudio coming out and saying, like, I've beaten you twice, I'm going to beat you again, I'm the best wrestler in the world, let's go. That would be so much more exciting than I've him coming liked, out and saying, you know, I have doubts about myself.
3: I've liked every... Claudio promo on AEW, except this one. I did not like this one. This one wasn't him. This one felt like they wanted him to do this. He did his best with it, but this was not from his heart. This was not a... This was not... Definitely wasn't a Wheeler Uta promo, but it was not a Claudio (laughs) Castagnoli promo.
0: Yeah, no. No. It actually made me less interested in going to the show that I'm already committed to going to. (laughs) It did. It was really like, oh... Man, that's a bummer. And then if FTR have to fight the Gun Club, I'm going to be pretty bummed.
3: Of all, look, it'll be an FTR match, but of all the matches, I do feel bad for you if it is Gun Club. All right, we'll see. What is on the heat index of the hottest angles in AEW right now? What is number one?
0: Pettiness. Pettiness wins this week. That's right you know we once referred to uh CM punk as the michael jordan of pettiness this is and the carl of yeah there's the chicago i was going to say like the golden state warriors now they're just like the <laughs> dynasty is, team
3: this is jordan pippin and rodman right here yeah, yeah that's right good as it just, gets man good as it gets wait is yeah. this the dream team is this the dream team of pettiness maybe it is the dream team yeah yeah. it's the dream team it's like oh you got like god i yeah Loved it. A lot of people hated it. I loved it because they can't say anything; no, they are prohibited from everything. saying everything legally.
0: Yeah.
3: But they did everything in the ring they could to get their mm. point across to fans to yeah. be understood where they stand yeah. and what they think, and they did that and they did that well in a lot in, in, through very innocuous things like using moves made famous by Ken, by Kenta, things like that. That yeah, somehow right. people yeah. are, they, you know, they know people can interpret this in right. certain ways, even though it's clearly yeah. all about their respect for Kenta. And um, Hangman Page. And Hangman Page. Yeah. Right. There was, um, you know, at one point, listen, Death Triangle plays dirty. They use hammers. Right. You know what? Sometimes you like one thing to make Daniels know. We've long since known sometimes you have to bite off somebody's ear when you're in a tight yeah. spot. My family's yeah. proven that over generations. <laughs> sometimes you got to bite somebody's arm. If they're going to go for a hammer. Right. And He did that. I don't see he what's did. so controversial about that. Yeah. yeah I know if not,
0: people want to read into that, let them.
3: Yeah. If you want to read into that, why not? If you want to go crazy with wild conspiracy theories, <coughs> I just think they suddenly yeah. you know, delivered some messages to fans and the yeah. fans of chicago's message to them was go fuck yourself that's right
0: <laughs> some of them but some of them were into it that's true that's Which they, very they started
3: they started yeah. with 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 um gfy and then right. they came around yeah and uh cuz they, came they respected the petty it's, that's exactly right like you
0: said they they're they respected breaking, it
3: they're trying, they started out by breaking the young bucks balls and the young bucks uh-huh. broke them right back and listen, I respect the petty. Chicago respects the petty. There are a yeah. lot of things I believe Chicago has in common with Louisiana. Number one, pettiness. Number two, public corruption. <laughs> so, both those things. If you're a former governor, insurance, uh-huh. uh, you know, insur- yeah. like head of insurance or whatever, you're in jail right now. That's what you yeah. do. That's your retirement plan is prison right. in both Chicago right. and the great state of Louisiana. That's true. And uh, so, yeah, they, they brought him around and great work by the young bucks to do that. What did you think of the match overall? This, I don't even second, second match of John LaRocca Memorial trios invitational. That's right. (laughs) It was fun. I, I remember it was fun. Fine. I, I mean it,
0: yeah, it was it was fun, it was great and you know we talked last week about like man if this was a FTR like a series with FTR it would have been amazing because every match would have had a completely different story. And I would kind look, of did in a way. This is the match where they trolled everybody.
3: This was the troll match and this was the match where where death triangle goes up 2-0. That's yeah. a big storyline, but yes, if it was young bucks FTR best of 7, I would have I would have an FTR like scarf. I would look like I was at the World <laughs> Cup, right? I would have right. top guys <laughs> written across my forehead, maybe yeah. tattooed onto my knuckles, right? Oh my God! Also, of course, you imagine the best of seven with the uh, with the Briscoes, FTR oh Briscoes. Good God, yeah. yeah. There'd just be one match where the Briscoes come out. Beat them until they're unrecognizable. Get disqualified. That might be yep. match one, right? Give me that turn. Give me, give me yeah, that little. That would uh, be great. That little series. Yeah. All right. So we've now covered. See anything else we miss here? A lot of people are reading that CM Punk's coming back. I yeah. think those people are certifiably insane. Yeah. But maybe. There. Listen. Is there a greater John, than zero? Jeff Hawkins got
0: us all hyped up about it a week ago, but.
3: Is there greater than
0: there?
3: Is there yeah, greater than zero percent chance? Yes. Is there a greater mm. than two percent chance? Shit, no, <laughs> no. There's not a two percent chance. One and one and greater,
0: a half percent chance, maybe.
3: That's the over unders. One and a half percent. I want to know, yeah. Jeff, Paul, everybody else in Fight Game Media, are you taking the over or, or the under on one and a half percent chance of the return okay. of CM Punk? Yeah. Well, let's see. What else happened this week? Uh, Renee did some announcing on Dynamite. Yep. Um, I think I read that wrong. Yeah. But to- the big thing was Tony Storm is now yep. recognized as the world. T- they retroactively have, yep. have named Tony Storm as a. AEW yes. women's champion, no longer interim. Yep. And they've yep. announced that Jamie Hayter is. The AEW Women's Champion, not Interim Champion. That is her. really good. Yeah, I'm just assuming whatever's going on with Thunder Rosa, whether it's actual injury or not actual injury, she's not doing good at the moment.
0: Yeah, yeah. There was something that I wish I could quote it because it kind of depends on me quoting it correctly. But uh, in a press conference last week, Tony... Or, uh, yeah, it's like Tony they, Kong- they came to terms... With t- well, with- he said something, yeah, they said they came to terms, they came to an agreement on Dynamite. But the press conference like the week before, before they had announced that, um, Tony Khan had said something along the lines of we've given her every opportunity or something like that. That's given what it her was. Every opportunity to return, making it sound like it's been on thunder to keep herself out. Now, who knows? The latest I've heard is that they expect her back in February, but they do expect her back. And I guess okay. you know they've decided, and I think they probably just realized, you know, we probably never should have done that in the first place—the interim thing we just did because yeah. Punk, because we did it for Punk. And I think they made the right call. I think you know, I think it would have been cool if Tony had played into that. I really liked her interview on Rampage with Renee, yeah. with like the 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 her black showing off her black eyes and from her busted nose and. Um, you know, but I wish I kind of wish she'd played into that of saying like, you know, well, I'm glad they did that, but I'm but you know, to me that doesn't count. Like I yeah. I'm not gonna be the champ until I can hold that belt and you tell me I'm the champ.
3: Right. One thing they could do now is when Thunder Rosa does return, there could be the controversy, like I'm back, I'm ready to fight for yeah. my belt again. And they could like, easily say that it's not interim anymore. She gets a
0: title shot. Yeah.
3: Maybe, or it could be she's she th- thinks she deserves it when she comes back. She demands it, but whoever has the belt won't give it to her because they oh, don't yeah. have to. Yeah. And then she's got to go after them and force them to give her that shot. Yeah. That's something that, that could could happen now. That
0: It'll be interesting you, to see who who actually is the champion by the time she comes back.
3: I mean, honestly, it could be whoever negative one's dating right now. <laughs> the way things are looking. <laughs> let's see all right what do we have next we had a Jamie and Britt versus TJ and Sky Blue and Willow Nightingale yeah I'm excited Willow Nightingale's getting on TV I I hope she Mm -hmm. gets both her and Sky Blue I hope they get to continually move up the card a little bit into bigger matches but I mean
0: they gave Sky Sky a nice moment right before the finish where she had that awesome move the the code red that they call the code blue yeah. So it's cool they gave her like a little flash moment there. And
3: yeah. And the thing is, I say bigger matches. This is what the champion and the former champion like, this right. is the biggest <laughs> women's match you're getting right now. And I'm yeah. glad they're there. Like, you know, they're not going to win, but I'm glad right. they're there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tony, Tony yeah. had an interview with Renee on Rampage. Yeah. You've already talked about that. Broken nose.
0: Yeah. I like that interview a lot. I like the setting of it. And I like how she carried herself.
3: Did you like that more than the interview with uh, Swerve and Keith Lee, where they covered the camera? As everyone knows, covering a camera completely yeah. mutes what you're saying. Right. I did.
0: <laughs> I did like the little look that Swerve gave to the camera right before he did. It was it. good.
3: It was good. And Swerve how he parted his fingers
0: looks. just enough to still to still see Keith Lee through it. Yeah. And uh and and just just in case you didn't get what they meant, Swerve me mean, when he says "Let's talk," and Keith Lee says, "Oh, you mean away from the camera?" <laughs> <laughs> like he said something like that. blatant yeah. Of like, oh, you mean away from this? Okay so oh my god who knows if that leads maybe that'll lead to the to him luring uh keith over the dark side and that could be fun
3: that could be a lot of fun um oh shoot i just i lost this thought as soon as i got it Uh um all right let's let's go let's keep talking about things that happened well i I want to hear about
0: what your friend thought of the uh battle over the purple hat
3: I think he kept looking away when the like I had the volume low, so I don't think okay. he noticed the purple hat so much as okay. he noticed he kinda gave a he kinda popped a little because I explained orange to him and yeah. then when Orange Cassie is on his way to the ring, first of all, when they all put their hands in and he laid his hand on top yeah, he he of that on top. And then when he did like the open palm kind of fist bump, really, really enjoyed that. All right, let me, let me, I got to pull up the, uh, kind of the listings of dynamite here. Okay. Okay. Kevin, I'm going to yeah. ask you a serious question. I want an okay. honest answer. Do you give a shit about Jade Cargill Bow Wow? No, no,
0: Not Did anything want.
3: real happen? All I saw was what they no. covered, which looked no. completely scripted, which yeah. somehow led to Kira Hogan getting booted. I don't know if that that got her booted something that the pay-per-view got her booted i don't know um it's gonna be Red where, back that's fun that's fun so
0: apparently yeah apparently she came she made her dig big debut by yelling at bow wow at an autograph signing someone someone put oh who was it it was a uh, keela uh was on with garrett last week talking about this and the
3: best and, uh, voices in fight game yes, media keela cash right.
0: <clears throat> and she talked about I think it was her or maybe it was Garrett, but they, it was they were talking about it, saying like they need to not be doing stuff like this, because what needs to be happening is Bow Wow needs to be showing up at a W trying to get in and he gets kicked out, not Jade Cargill getting kicked out like some overzealous fan at Our a signing event. star is yeah. feeling
3: extra thirsty at a signing right. event. And gets removed because she's not a big enough star to get in right. to an event that any fan yeah. can get in by paying two hundred and fifty dollars. Let me tell you. clearly doesn't have that kind of money. Wrestling yeah. in AEW.
0: Let me tell you, I live in Oklahoma City. We have the Oklahoma City Thunder basketball team, who we yeah, stole do. from Seattle. And
3: I'm, I'm really glad you stole them and not yeah. the horn. Not the new. Old well, we have the
0: the Hornets were our guests.
3: And I will always love you guys for for hosting the Hornets after uh, Katrina. We
0: loved the Hornets. Um, So when the Thunder first showed up and they were, you know, we had the hot stars. And a couple of years later, it was like, wow, we really have an NBA team. It's amazing. There was a moment when they were about to break through. They were getting into the playoffs. I don't remember if it was the year they went to the finals or not. But in one of the playoff games, there was a story, local story. Lil Wayne showed up. Okay. He just rolled into OKC and decided, I'm going to go to the Thunder game. I'm into this series. I'm into this team. I'm going to roll up. Little Wayne didn't get into the game. I love this. They were like, nope. He,
3: he literally you don't showed have up ticket. without a ticket. Yeah, He
0: just showed up. I'm Little Wayne. I'm coming with a ticket. Put me on the front row. And they said, nope, those are for paying customers. You do not have a ticket. You cannot come in. And
3: Hardcore ticket lady.
0: The city pride that washed over Oklahoma City. That felt. We are now a town that little Wayne.
3: We turn around just big time. We turn wheezy around and send him packing. That's right, big timed him. That's right. I love that. I love that. That's so much,
0: and that's what Bow Wow should be at AEW. Bow Wow yeah. doesn't get into
3: AEW. By the
0: way, you got to be Rick Ross to get into. I, AEW.
3: I don't believe I've seen. That's exactly right. Bow Wow just throwing accusations. Yeah. I don't think I've seen him since he was little Bow Wow, like twenty right. years ago. Right. Unrecognizable. He looked like a guy who is a middle management at Foot Locker to me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he looked like. He did not like in like old school Foot Locker, not modern Foot Locker That's, where they no, got I know, good yeah. shoes.
0: I know exactly the guy you're talking about.
3: You know exactly who I'm talking about, and. uh <coughs> uh, relatively I just bought some shoes man. from that
0: guy at the Converse outlet.
3: <laughs> I was about to say like I could see him working at Skechers Outlet they're not hiring him at the Skechers Outlet <laughs> He's, they are not doing that
0: we got a very um, mall centric shopping mall centric episode tonight with the uh, Claire's yeah, Hot Topic and
3: by the oh, way uh, BTE returned this week have you attempted to watch it uh,
0: yes I did
3: I, I attempted to watch it and I did not make it all the way through the. Let me see. I don't want to, I don't want to be offensive. Um, I really, really don't. They keep having segments where the dark order, like the whole gags that they're all super gay. Yeah. And there's just like five minutes of them doing gay jokes. And it's right. not that I was like offended. It was, yeah. they're not funny jokes. Yeah. And they just keep doing it and they can do so much better and they've done so much better. I got bored and paused. It and never came back. Yeah, I don't I, I don't skipped like I don't want to skip all the way through it because sometimes there'll be good stuff, right. but I also don't want to sit through it and hoping there'll be some good stuff. Right. And so I've seen like half yeah. of it and there's probably something on there that should have been on dynamite, but I'll never know because I couldn't get through all the lame gay jokes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've I been just do- skipped to right to the to the Brandon Cutler footage in the arenas.
3: Okay, um, but they've been doing the gay jokes for like three years. Yeah, and at first when it was a little bit, it was kind of funny, and then when um you know when when f- was it, I think it was five, they cut his penis off, and it turned out it was a tiny shrimp. That was fine, <laughs> but like when that's all you do, when you keep mm-hmm. going back to that well so many times without changing it up. He right. gets really old. And that's kind of what we were talking you do that about for too John. many years. And you just become Luke Gallows. That's exactly right. No one wants that. Nobody wants that. But like, that's where John silver is. I feel like right now in his character, yeah. he yeah. needs to freshen it up. He needs to move on from the same yep. jokes every, every week. Yep. Okay. Let's see. So we talked about the Keith Lee interview, um, orange Cassidy, Jake Hager. what do you think? Like the match? It was fun It, it, it was, that, was a little bit of a It was a
0: It was It was a little bit of a Tone change After the super heavy things Before it
3: Yeah But It was a You know There was a hat um, yeah. I love that the Acclaimed came out Without a match It's just like We're yeah. in Chicago The Yep These MFers are rapping And people are yep. gonna love it And everyone loved it Because everybody loves the Acclaimed Just like everybody right. loves Paul Fontaine
0: Um, Yep Acclaimed every Wednesday yeah. They gotta deliver
3: that's exactly right. It's Wednesday, so they got to be there. Daddy ass is semi healed. He's not all the way healed, yeah. considering his hands are both very firmly under wraps. But he's he, getting he unwrapped them though. Oh, did he? Totally yeah. missed that. That tells yeah. you something. He was totally he unwrapped them
0: and was even demonstrated that he could scissor.
3: Oh, I totally missed that. I really apologize, everybody. Um, but then we got Lethal and Jarrett, and I'm yeah, not That's that a excited. Little weird. Yeah.
0: No. And but, again, another thing from. Fort they did They never yeah. mentioned the fact that they lost to Darby and Sting.
3: No. Not at all. Okay. I'm yawning. So we got to get through this. Yeah. FTR beat top flight. What'd you think?
0: That was fun. It was a good match.
3: A lot of fun. Gun club came out to troll. How excited yeah. are you at Dax versus Brian Danielson?
0: No, I am super excited about that. I yeah. love I love yeah. Dax getting his dream year of matches.
3: Talk about and, uh, top
0: guys. Yeah, that's gonna be a really fun match, and I hope I hope they both uh I hope they both go for it. I think it's gonna be super fun.
3: I refuse to acknowledge Darby Allen versus Anthony Henry. Um Or Athena <laughs> just challenging yeah. for things against somebody yeah. we haven't seen in a year and a half. All right. Um Akarushita wrestled A.W. Superstar. Queen Amanala. Yeah. I'm sorry. i
0: Snally <laughs> Portman out there.
3: That's exactly right. So that was a thing. Bunny and Penelope, and Bunny watched, and Penelope watched. I enjoy watching them watch people. So that was yeah, fine.
0: That's fine. Total. All right. Total elevation match, though. Yeah.
3: Match of the week. You've got to pick one. Jericho versus Ishii. Or FTR versus Top Flight.
0: I, Jericho and F. Ishii, it was just a blow away match
3: Yeah, my pick Darby Allen versus Anthony Henry Oh, I'm not, That's not true at all No uh, I'll go with Jericho Ishii, mainly for yeah. the blood Big fan of blood Yeah And uh, all right, what do you have for should have been on Dynamite this week?
0: Just Eddie Kingston in general
3: Just in general, yeah, we should have yeah. had Eddie
0: Don't get me that excited about Eddie Kingston and then just take him away from me
3: Talk about a tease. Talk about getting off on being withholding. Right there.
0: Yeah. Right.
3: All right. So looking forward to next week. MGF promo. Elite versus Death Triangle, three of seven. Brian Dainis versus Dax Harwood. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, Jade Cargill is going to have a title celebration because the guess she has it back now. Yeah. I really hope <laughs> it gets stolen again. Yeah. Um, Will give listeners A versus Anna J. That's not going to be a good match, but no. we can all hope and dream.
0: I'm hoping those last two things are tied together. Maybe Willow beats Anna Jay and then tells yeah. Jade she's coming back for the fourth time.
3: Kevin, you're going to be there live in person. Yeah, right down for us. ROH final battle, December 10th, Dallas, Texas. We know one match for sure. That's right.
0: All right. That we two weeks. Two weeks of TV, I think. Yep. Yeah. Two weeks is of that, TV. Is that Jericho Mercedes versus Claudio? Oh, I, I, I feel like the Mercedes, Mercedes versus Athena. Athena match is everything but official. But I don't know if they've actually announced it.
3: Right. But it's got to right. be it.
0: And that like that doesn't thrill me. I'm not. I don't really care to see that.
3: I don't care about that match at all. Unless it
0: maybe unless, Athena's wings are really impressive in person.
3: Or maybe they. They suffer a terrible malfunction. Somebody loses a limb. That's how you get me into <laughs> Athena right now. It's the only way you get me yeah. into Athena. Jericho, Claudio, I'm into that. I'm assuming FTR will have a match against yeah. somebody, somebody. Probably
0: somebody we don't maybe want to see. Maybe the Rock and Roll Express since they beat the Briscoes.
3: Listen, the Briscoes need to be on this show. They're getting paid full time. Right. They've got a, This is the only RO8 show in months they could possibly be on. Let's yeah. really hope they're on. Let's really... I really hope they're on this card in some capacity. Um, I have a, like Samoa Joe's likely going to be there. Yeah. Daniel Garcia, hopefully. But we've got, we don't even have hints. Not We're not even no. sniffing matches right. for these guys yet.
0: Maybe even Colt, though if his legs have healed up.
3: I don't know. It might be a little early for Colt. My God. Um. All right. Then winter's coming December 14th in Dallas.
0: Yeah. I'm stoked about that because I'm. Uh, MGF Ricky Stark. Be there for the that too. MGF Ricky Stark's world title and match four of 50 in the uh, Elite versus Death Triangle. That should oh, be a good man. one.
3: You know, that's the one the Elite have to win. And I have a feeling they're going to lose three. You think we'll they'll lose gonna three
0: have... and they'll win this one?
3: Absolutely. And then the, that'll be the thing. If they lose one more, they're done. Yeah. Um, so I think this is the one, this could be a big one where the Elite finally pull out a victory. All right. So that's the week in AEW. Not the most exciting week, but not that bad. We had a lot of good stuff going on. So for me, from Kevin Ely, from everybody here at Fight Game Media, and from Paul Fontaine, have a great week, everybody. and We hope to see you back here again next Monday or Tuesday. Have a good one, y'all.
1: Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly